All right, well, continuing our coverage for VMware Explorer 2023, we are welcoming a good friend, an old friend of the show. Good day, mate, my good friend from Down Under. <laughs> How are you? Anthony How are you? Spateri. How are you? How are you doing, sir? Good, mate. I'm pretty good today. I think yeah, you man. win the award for the large, longest travel distance. Always. Yeah, Perth is um, a long every, ways away. Every year. Perth, Perth is... Uh, 30, 30 hours worth of travel. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even close. Like, I, I remember going to Australia, and I was like, oh, I should go visit Anthony. But I, meanwhile, I'm in Sydney, so yeah. that's like... Five hours away from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but I'm used yeah. to it now. I mean, I, I, we were talking about time yeah. zones and sleep and whatnot, but I got in on Sunday, and I naturally got into that 12 o'clock yeah. to 6 o'clock sleep, and I was good. Nice, nice. So, uh, you know, you clearly are unstoppable, but also I saw uh, a robot walking through. Like, what's, what's up with that? What's with... Yeah, so we've got our Boston Dynamics robots that we bought earlier in the year. Um, a little bit of a marketing thing to sort of use as a prop to a certain extent at these events, which work beautifully, by the way. These sure. things, when you see them, Boston Dynamics, they're a consumer-grade robots. So you can buy them off the, we off the website effectively, right? Um, but what a lot of vendors and companies have done is leverage them at events to draw people in for a conversation. So when you see it walking around, it creates this... Well, it creates two things, right? Either you're scared of it because we've been trained all of our the lives. Machi the fear mach machines. Yeah, the machines robots. will take us over. And then typically in America, I get, can I put a gun on it? Like that's, <laughs> the, that's kind of the first question I get asked a little bit. And then have you seen the Black Mirror episode where the dogs were there as well? So there's a few different things. But yeah. on the flip side, there's a good part to it where they talk about the technology, what's running in it. It's basically got compute network storage. It's running Kubernetes inside it. I know that for a not so popular fact. But apart from that, it just draws in the crowd. We have that conversation based off it. And no matter where we are, it'll drag people in. So it's, it's really good. Unfortunately, we couldn't get it here because it sprung a leak. Um, one of its actuators. Is it a data leak? Or uh, it's, I'm, I'm it's, just glad the machines still need us to maintain them. Exactly. And I, yeah. I'm not going to be... Just, my key thing is don't yell at it because eventually, you know, once they rise up, I want them to think kindly of me. That's so. why I decided to take on the project as the lead from a technology point of view. So when they do rise, <laughs> my little dudes will be all right with me, right? There so they'll see go. me and they'll go, this guy's okay. He okay. treated me Anthony's okay. Army. So, didn't, didn't kick me. So be, beyond hurting robots, um, I, I hear you had a session here. We had a session as usual. We had the Veeam sponsored session. Um, it was good this year, actually. We had a, a lot, actually three or four times what we had last year. Nice. But that wasn't, doesn't mean it was a huge number. This last year, something, the timing or whatever it was didn't work. So I was, I was kind of worried that it would be the same. But we had about 120 people in there, um, which was a pretty good session, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we talked about um, a number of different things. It was actually slightly edgy in the name, um, Zero BS. Uh, for uh, backup for the virtualization admin. Yeah, I was trying to think of what the BS stood for. Was it like backup service? Or? Oh yeah, that's what oh, it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> this is a clean. This is a clean show. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't want to be too Australian on the show and, and just and just rattle off some swear words. But no, I think and I think uh, when we put it in there, actually, I thought it was going to get rejected straight away. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. Yeah, it did. Um, but well, so, I mean, Pete once got a session called Snapshot Suck uh, yeah. put on put in the catalog. I, yeah. So, but from the point of view of that, like, I, I guess what we're trying to do is we're trying to highlight the amount of um, marketing that's found its way into our industry, right? And how what people would say from a marketing perspective doesn't off, often equal what the actual end product means and what it actually does for a customer, right? So there's a bit of a gap in that reality. Sure. And does it check the box or does it actually solve my problem? Ex exactly. Or very different things sometimes. Exactly, right? And even from that point of view, the messaging can be so far from the reality of when you actually get the product. So, And Veeam, we've always tried to be technically accurate 
and you know not talk BS when we talk to customers and partners. You guys know this, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and what you get on the box is what you get typically. So we've tried to sort of bring that in to counter a bit of that. And you know, all's fair in love and war, right? In this industry, and we know that yeah, marketing yeah. players are. T- we, we're in technical marketing, right? Yes, like we, we understand it to a certain extent. But we just wanted to make sure that when we're talking about our technology, it really is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously very impressive. Version twelve been out for a while, like. But you guys are talking today about 12A. 12A. Yeah, yeah so. so 12A is, it's actually quite a big release for us. So we probably could actually have called it almost 13. Really? Um, but not quite. We're, we're still a bit unsure if we're going to go to 13 for obvious reasons in terms of numbering. Who knows? <laughs> um, it is well, like, you guys skipped like a couple versions at the start. So yeah, yeah like, potentially. If, I, if I remember the history. So no, yeah. that'd be fun. Skip 13. But 12A is a big release. It's coming later in the year slash potentially end of the year. Um, it's got probably three main big features so the big one being we're finally bringing an inline ransomware detection so it's it's again uh, our ability to basically from a backup to the next backup be able to run the proxy to detect the blocks check the change block tracking so the incremental and then see if there's been any change in entropy okay. between what was and what is through the, that next backup chain and what the entropy is basically saying is effectively how much encryption has potentially gone gone into the actual backup on the file system. And if there's enough encryption, in theory, that means that something's happened from a you know, ransomware attack, malware attack, and The whatnot. data protection path has always been the best place to catch a ransomware attack, just because, I mean, even without a ransomware attack, anytime you, you know, your daily backups were like, okay, diff is five gigs, diff is 10 gigs, yep. diff is eight, you know, 80 terabytes, like, okay, I gotta go, Something's what did up. you do? Like, even if it's not a ransomware attack, you need to go talk to the DBAs and like, okay, what are y'all doing? Yep. Like, well, there's probably a more efficient way to do it, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go do SureLab, but uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'm, curi- I'm curious, with ransomware, you know, you guys have been doing backup and recovery for years, and now focusing also on ransomware. Um, have you seen that the uh, the requirements or the, the, the threat uh, increases more more rapidly within the ransomware than it does on traditional, say, antivirus protection and yeah. and, and da- backup and recovery. I think uh, uh, what what the ransomware is doing now it's targeting that backup data and that critical data first and foremost. And I think that's the biggest change. I think traditionally, if it was more like the old remember the old worms, we don't talk about worms yeah, anymore, yeah, right? Yeah. All, the, all those the traditional viruses they used to hit the the, the, oper- the yeah they used to hit, hit the operating system, the network maybe a, a networking piece web of equipment, server, yeah, web server, but yeah. they. They never really thought about going to the backup because backup has become so critical. The data is critical, so definitely these ransomware companies are hitting the backup first and the backup service. And if you're like, we're the number one backup company in the world right now, so we've take we've just taken over that through IDC and everything. So officially, when you've got a dodgy ransomware company, you know, doing their thing out of wherever. They're going to look, oh, who's the number one backup provider? Well, we're going to target them. Let's look at what the, how they do their right. stuff. And it's specifically hit their software. So we've been able to, you know, mitigate against that over the previous versions with, say, adding multi-factor authentication, logging off the, the console, but then immutability, making sure you get it back up off-site. So we've been really trying to make sure that if a, an attack happens, which inevitably it could, you can recover quite quickly from that. And I think some of the, um, if I can be honest with you, some of the FUD that's been thrown out and, and a bit of a, you know, is an appliance better or is it, you know, Windows-based and software only? The reality is you can spin up a Windows machine with Terraform and such as code with, with, within minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can install VBR within minutes. So in theory, you don't need that underlying infrastructure. If, the, if Even if from an ESX point of view, if that gets hit with ransomware, you can spin up 
a VM with Veeam in a couple of minutes. Rebuilding on the index was always super easy. Yeah. Like, I remember back well, in the day. You don't even yeah. have to rebuild it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's already there. From a Veeam perspective, you just hook it up to, if it's an object storage repository, hook it up straight away, instant recover. Nice. Like, you can really get up and running within literally minutes. And I think that's the reality of what we can offer versus some others out there, right? Well, yeah, if, if people are saying that appliance somehow are in a better position than that, um, I mean, I've seen an appliance vendor where they did have a problem with get, device getting compromised, and the solution was you had to mail the box back to them and get a replacement. <laughs> yeah, so, that's like, a reality. That I, these things are still running Unix or Linux under the hood. Absolutely, like nothing. Let's not forget that. There's nothing sacred about appliances. From yeah, in fact, sure. it, it potentially gets weirder because at least you probably know how to blast a box down to bare metal and restart. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. yes, I was going to say, that, that's obviously the top-line feature in 12A. Right, yeah. So but then we've, yeah. we've also got um, object storage backup, which we've probably, to be fair, had needed to get into the product for a while. Um, so that's quite big, and it's, it's actually interesting, the whole concept of that. It's kind of similar conversation to, why would you back up Kubernetes, like a container back in the day? It was, well, why would you do it? Right, Some yeah, people yeah. have been asking about object storage, why would you back? But the reality is you've got to get that data and not have it locked into one particular platform. So the, the feel-good factor of moving it to another platform to back it up just in case something happens, we're doing that, enabling multi-cloud, cross-cloud backup. And then finally, some CDP enhancements. So that's, we've, we've talked about CDP before oh, on, the, yep, yep. on the show here, but being able to increase um, the scalability of it. So we've had some really awesome testing with 12A. We've done 2,000 VMs, 58 hosts, pumping out like serious you know, throughput, and it's been handling it pretty well. Um, oh, wow. So when it first came out, like we'd be like, okay, let's do a couple of hosts yeah. per, VMs per host. Yeah. Like, don't put everything on it. Like, this yeah. is scaling up quite and a bit. And I think that's kudos. We've obviously been working with your yeah. R&D as well to make sure that the VIO drivers can handle that, that as well. So that's kudos to the VMware team. And then we've added... Um, Guest, uh, guest file or guest restore as well, so file restore from the stream, which we didn't have before, and also a visualizer which will show you a bit more about what's happening from an IO perspective um, oh, in the stream. So that's pretty cool as well. Yeah, so you trouble, troubleshooting and ban, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any demos with that. Are they are they doing that at the booth or? Uh, the 12A, I'm not sure if they're doing that one. Okay. Um, for CDP. I showed, actually, to be fair, we've still got like alpha pre beta versions of that in, okay. in flight. So I got a special build for the ransomware. Um, I did show the CDP, um, oh, sorry, the object storage backup at Vimon. So that was yeah. my main stage where I broke a website and ransomware it and right. got it back. That was pretty cool. I, I love doing that. I thought that was fantastic. That was, yeah, I, I, had fun, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that, right, building the website. That, that actually got me into the first time I'm using Lambda functions and serverless and S3, and I put together a website and killed it and made a, yeah, it was, it was just good fun. Um, yeah, trying to, make it, trying to make backup cool, which is actually hard sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, backup and storage are best when they're boring, let's be honest. Yeah. So if it gets too yeah. exciting. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, yeah, Anthony, I want to thank you for joining us. And where can people go to learn more and even maybe get some uh, tri free trials or anything like that for V12? Is that, is that uh, Not quite yet. Um, but what will happen is in the next couple of months, we'll, or actually hopefully the next couple of weeks, we'll have a beta av available. So, okay. you know, reach out through your SE. Usually that's how it works. Test it out. Please test it out, actually. We, we want bigger drive and adoption of our beta Absolutely. software. Because yeah. if you guys use it first in beta, all the edge corner cases of bugs and whatever get sorted and we can get the product out quicker so yeah, yeah but head, head to head to veeam.com for all of your general um, updates about veeam yeah and veeam has been notoriously open to uh, customer feedback and getting things in there it's not like other companies where you just just go post in the forums they're, the they're listening yeah, always yeah, they are and listening. multiple different methods of those forums now so we've really opened it up yeah absolutely you guys have been a very uh, a valued partner at vmware for years man and i want to thank you for taking some time to talk with us today i love it always all right man take care cheers, cheers.